Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Carista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We are always happy to have you, and we welcome our newbies with open arms and a loving heart. Hello. (laughs) Man, so we are, at the time of recording this, we are uh, coming out of uh, a week that I've found extremely fascinating. We're approaching a holiday and you know, when the time we air this episode, we'll be approaching even more holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started talking about, um, you know, how we approach our, our, our family members and our friends and all the people that we're going to be interacting with and, and what we talk about on our podcast. And if we're going to bring that up to people, uh, and, and then it got us thinking about, do we mention certain things, right? Like, do I, do I mention to my family, especially those that have seen it on our YouTube channel or, or listening to this podcast that I have tapped into abilities or that Carrie, you know, taps into abilities, um, that are not exactly, you know, I think in this day and age, just before I say this, I think in this day and age, it's becoming a lot more normalized, but for the most part, there's still a lot of fear towards normalizing our ability to connect to things that are unseen things that have not been validated you know with whatever scientific method (laughs) right 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 um and so we wanted to talk about that today like yeah it's it's interesting uh when you approach family members or friends and you know people that you haven't maybe seen on a regular basis or conversated with a lot in the last few months and you know, it, it's interesting because this is something that is a big part of our life. We've been doing it for over a year and a half now. And so it you would think that we would feel more comfortable <laughs> in those personal settings, but we'll be honest, our humanness comes out and we are afraid of judgment or yeah. not being accepted. And so there are times when we maybe skirt around kind of do like a heat check. <laughs> yep. You know, <laughs> like Very where much. is this person at in their beliefs or not even just their beliefs, right? But where are they at in their openness or their curiosity? Um and are they willing to just hold space for me and mm-hmm. what I have to discuss? I know that like recently I had went to an event that a friend was hosting 
And there were a lot of friends there that I haven't seen in a while. Um, and I was nervous. I was so nervous going into that environment and, and my nervousness, you know, was mostly about like, what if I get asked about this? Like, how am I going to respond? You know? And then, you know, you and I were talking about it and it was kind of a, a little bit of a check-in and it was like, well, where is this fear coming from? Because I was surprised when I was there. I did get asked about it, um, but it was so warm and loving and accepting. And I, and I was shocked. I was very shocked. And I was like, okay, so that fear wasn't derived from the reality of the situation. It was derived from all of the things that I have believed in. You mean it was derived from the story you were telling yourself? Yes, it normally (laughs) is. And yeah. And it, and it's kind of like, you know, how do you overcome that? Right. And the best way I can think of to even start that is to, is to normalize that is to normalize the entire situation that we all carry this ability within us. It is part of our human design. It is part of you know, everything that encompasses who we are. We just never learned it. We mm-hmm. never, we were never, is that a word? Yeah. We never, we were never taught. <laughs> I do this a lot. We were never taught, you know, that this is something that we have the ability to do. We have the abilities to tap into things that you don't see with your physical eyes. You even have the ability to tap into things and see them. Uh, many of, there's many people out there that do that. Um, you have the ability to connect with your guides. You have the ability to channel if that's what you want to do. Um, you you have the ability to, you know, really enhance your intuition mm-hmm. uh, to the point that it's so helpful in your life. And I think that, you know, looking back at um, my situation, right, when I first learned how to do this and I was sitting with my coach and, you know, it was during my healing process and everything, right? Uh I, I I remember the first exercise she had me go through um, was to look at remote viewing. And when I did it, the very first thought in my head was, mm-hmm, sure, we'll try that, you know? And so I felt like I was just kind of like, what, making it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she would show me, because we were on a Zoom call, and she would show me that, no, what you just saw is real. That's a real thing in my home. And I was like, And I just kind of was taken back, like, wait, what? What do you mean? Wait, wait a minute. And the shock factor kicked in, right? Like, we can all do this. That's crazy to me. But then I got mad after that call, like, even within the days following that, I was like mad about it. Because I was like, well, why were, why, why did we never get taught how to do this? How much that, not saying that remote viewing into someone's home is like a thing that you should probably be doing, but still, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> without permission. Not without permission, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, but it was kind of like that moment and, you know, that changed everything for me. It, it opened my eyes to, well, what else can we do that we were never taught? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is really a long, between me and Carrie, like a long jumping <laughs> line down where we've been today but but still yeah that's something I wanted to just make sure I talked about because it was just it it makes me realize that a lot of the judgment that I'm placing on myself has a lot to do with all the things that we were taught that Mm -hmm. you know 
we don't have these abilities, the the whole looking outside of yourself for the answers versus within. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my first question to anybody that is dealing with this is first off, what is your judgment about it? Mm. You know, are you, uh, having a lot of negative self-talk? Have you accepted within yourself that this is a possibility, right? Cause yeah, maybe you don't know for sure because you're new to the practice, but one of the, one of the key things, right. Is not just skepticism, but curiosity yeah. desiring that, that connection with your own intuition. And the more you practice it, the stronger that connection is. And, you know, this has been something that we've gone back and forth on a lot on this topic privately, where we've addressed this personalized judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but the story that you're telling yourself when you're thinking about how somebody else will react. You're taking the opportunity away from them to be curious and open to accepting you and your abilities, not just speaking at Shira, um, but in general. (laughs) Um, And being able to be confident in your love for yourself. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm Mm-hmm. And knowing that a lot, no, somebody else's judgment, if they have it, judgment towards whatever you are talking about, that judgment is based on their programming and what they've learned and been taught for all the decades prior. Mm. So remembering that the judgment is not necessarily a... I don't want to say a real thing, right? But it's it's not something that can't be changed. Yeah, that's true. I think there are definitely individuals that I've come across, you know, where they'll ask me a question about it and I can tell that they're just, they're, they're questioning it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I give them like a piece of information. Um, and uh, I realized as soon as I said that, I was like, I don't do live, I don't do readings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're, you're still working on it privately, you I'm know, still working on it privately. Right. Um, and you know, and then I say something to them and they're just like taken back. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, that opens that door for more curiosity. And then they start, and then I'll get like a text message later and they'll be like, well, what if you like did this or what about this particular topic? And, and I'm like, huh. So our conversation really did open that door to your curiosity towards it all. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's an exciting thing. That's an exciting side of the door to yeah. be on. Yeah. Is when somebody is curious and mm-hmm. now they found somebody that they trust yeah. that can be a guide that is more comfortable right. in these topics to help them dive deeper. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, you know, what what would you say you know, Carrie, in your own opinion, what would you say is 
a fundamental thing about using your intuition and how it helps. Uh, because I know that that's probably something that some people would, and I've heard this question asked, you know, when, well, you know, what if we're just here to just have this physical, physical human experience and, and what's the benefit of me trying to tap into these things that are quote unquote unseen. Right. So what would you say is like your, your, maybe some of your top benefits for being able to do that? So intuition can give us a good guiding point on decisions that we make in our day to day. So we are constantly using our intuition in an unconscious way. And when we practice making that connection with that intuition, we start to trust our own ability to discern what's going on around us and internally as well. It can be a hugely beneficial guide in taking next steps. Like, which way do you want to go? Well, which way am I being called to go? What feels most aligned? Um, another thing about connecting with your intuition, this is something that you, you and I've talked off, um, off recording about (laughs) creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And how, you know, so in our, when we were kids, right. The playing pretend and, you know, the, the arts and the coloring and screw staying inside the lines. Like it was about creation. And then we are taught to not trust that and to stay inside the lines. Yeah. Stay in formation. You must go this one path. And so we start distrusting that intuition and start, what's it like, um, trying to see what's factual by society standards Mm. and what is tangibly observed. Yeah. So the objective versus the subjective, we stop trusting the subjective and learn to only trust what we can touch and see and validate with the scientific method which has only right. been around for 150 years. Just <laughs> not to say that it's wrong. It yeah. is a tool, right? It is one of many tools. Right. It is not the only one. And so when we exercise the intuition, it makes us strong, makes it stronger and makes it more of a conscious process to be accessed and utilized on a regular basis. So I do think it is an integral part of our self our being, our mental, our physical, our psychic connections, every moment we're receiving information all the time, all the time, (laughs) all the time. But the trick is to use your intuition and make it a conscious process so that you can apply it with your conscious mind and better interpret it. I'm going to throw some examples um, of this, uh, one personal, one not right. Mm-hmm. So on the not, as an example, again, I, 
you walk into a, a space or you're driving to a space, uh, what, whatever, whatever the situation is, right? And you get this gut feeling, something's wrong. I feel unsafe, right? Nothing has happened to you yet, but your gut feeling or intuition is telling you that I should leave, mm-hmm. right? So what if you took that same thought process and it doesn't have to be now applied to a safe or unsafe situation and you start to tap in and utilize that for other aspects of your life? You know, how is my body feeling today? What do I need to do in order to eat better? Um, you know, should should I, you know, have a conversation with somebody about certain topics? Um, what certain things can I do to heal my own self, right? Or release some of the things that I've been going through. Like all of these, all of this could be something that you could tap into and utilize your own intuition, your own connecting to your own abilities, right? To, to help guide your everyday moves. Now, on the other hand, this one's more personal for me. I remember as a kid, I constantly creating this vision of a home in my head, right? And my home would look a certain way. It would feel a certain way. You know, I'd have these flowy white curtains, like all the things. And, you know, I'd have this moody room in my bedroom and all this stuff. But over the years, I knew that as I'm growing up, I have to, even in school, they would tell me, you got to get a nine to five job. You got to do this. You got to do that, right? Even though that creation process in my head as a child or in a teenage years or even in my early 20s was like, I love doing this. I want to create this, right? Mm -hmm. But I followed the guide of what everyone else told me I should do. And that's the thing that I pursued. But now that I'm working on my own intuition, my own self-awareness, all the things that I know that brings me joy... Carrie and I, and you know, I'm not sure if this is an announcement if we did it on the last episode or not, but we did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Carrie and I started our own, you know, business now creating spaces and doing interior decorating. And I started doing this personally in my own home, playing around with my own spaces. And I remember yesterday after, you know, my husband and I did a lot of work specifically on that topic. And I was walking around my home and I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I have managed to create this dream environment in my own home exactly of that creative process that I had when I was a kid because I've now tapped back into those abilities that I had back then. So that is that is something that's really interesting because I never put that together until you and I mm-hmm. are talking like literally right now. But <laughs> but like, but that's a, it's another powerful moment in my in my mind that you can use this to tap back into those dreams and those things that you always wanted because you can create in an unseen space right in your thoughts alone you can create environments and bring them into your reality Mm -hmm. digressing (laughs) i i was continuing to think about how important it is to connect with that inner child again Mm. Yeah. You know, like they are such different people than we are in our adulthood, but they're still a part of us. And 
there are special aspects of our inner child that when we connect with them, it helps to promote that joy, that peace, that release of responsibility. We can disconnect a little bit from the fear. We can play and pretend. And, you know, I, I remember, I think it was almost a year ago, we we talked about the importance of play and incorporating that as part of a self-care ritual. And the reason I bring up pretend is this can be a way to practice connecting with our abilities. So for the skeptics or the curious, you know, cats out there, <laughs> you know, connecting with that play of pretend, pretending that these abilities already are strong, that you are already connected pretending that what you receive is information that is real and can be used to guide you play with that and see what happens. But when we go into it with that skeptic mind, doubting it, there is a possibility that that really gets in the way and it may prove you right. As far as your doubts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but step away from, here's a challenge for you, Shira, take some time to step away from our electronics. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a hard one. <laughs> because technology has been able to replace those creative thought process processes. Yeah, it does. It really and does. And we don't have to do anything in our mind. We just numb out. Yeah. So take some time. It doesn't have to be all the time, but find something that you enjoy. I still have my friendship bracelet box from when (laughs) I was a kid. I've got my beads for bracelets and I've got paints. I've got my puff paints, acrylic paints, water paints. I've got coloring books. Like you can do it at the same time as watching TV. If you really want, if you have, you know, difficulty stepping away from the technology, but get back into that play. Yeah. I know for myself, I like to, I actually like to go into stores and, and visualize spaces mm-hmm. by just walking around, uh, different department stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of my fun in being playing in the creative space. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that visualization can come to life. And that's the part that, you know, sometimes we feel that we have to have these tangible things, that it has to be something that you see in order to believe. Mm-hmm. And that is and, not the definition of faith. So I'm sorry, were you? No, I was going to say something wildly inappropriate, so I'm not going to. <laughs> so I wanted to circle back to normalizing this in conversation mm-hmm. and encourage you to start with normalizing it within yourself. Yes. So play with it, practice with it, connect with it, with yourself. And 
you know, I, I said this earlier, doing kind of a heat check can be a helpful way to ease into those conversations. So what would that heat check look like? Oh, have you been meditating? That's an easy one. That is an easy one. Have you, are you able to remember your dreams? What yeah. do you believe? I, I did that recently. I asked somebody, they, they brought up a dream that they had recently. And I was like, do you find that your dreams are becoming more real? Like, do they feel more realistic? And that just went on like a whole new topic. <laughs> it took our conversation in a whole new direction. <laughs> you yeah. can bring up, oh, I bought a new crystal. Mm -hmm. I'm trying out tarot cards. I'm curious about astrology. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. Any of these things, like it can just be a statement. It can be a question. It's you're, you're putting out like, again, that little heat check with a, a little trigger word, like a topic right. word. <laughs> and see how they respond. Yeah. And then you can take it from there. Yep. But also being open to questions. Because yeah. remember, if you bring up the topic and they're open to talking about it, they may ask you more questions. And if you don't know, that's valid. Say it. I don't know. I'm curious too. What have you found? That part right there. You do mm -hmm. not need to know everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you want to know everything. So there's that. <laughs> but, but you do not need to know everything. <laughs> Be on open and honest. That honesty and that transparency. If you don't know something, just flat out say, I don't know. That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> and be open to being surprised. Mm. Yeah. at making a deeper connection through these taboo topics. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope that the movement, which I've, I've seen even in the last few years, it's just been mm -hmm. growing and growing and growing around these types of topics, around the things that we put on this podcast, around opening ourselves up to these abilities. I know Mount Glass has told me on a number of occasions that this is just going to keep expanding mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that we're really bridging this gap between the things that we don't see and the physical that we are here. So I, I would also argue that there's a lot more people that are interested in these topics mm -hmm. than they lead you to believe. Yeah, and so true. they are just as nervous about not being accepted and being judged for talking about these topics. Right. So, so create more, a safe space. Right. And the more we can normalize this, the, the easier it will become for all of us mm -hmm. to just be able to have open, loving, mm -hmm. honest conversations with one another. And the more we do that, the more we spread the one true thing that belongs to all of us. And that is love. Amen, sister. <laughs> all we need is love, love. all right i'm not gonna break your ears anymore right. put a pin in that <laughs> i love it awesome all righty y'all uh don't forget to hit all the like subscribe and notification bells and whistles that really does help with the algorithm if you like this episode or liked any of the previous episodes please don't leave a comment or forget to leave a comment below 
don't forget to leave a comment below. <laughs> Hit the if, you're, up. <laughs> if you're on Apple iTunes, please leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. Again, it just helps with the ag- algorithm and keeps us popping up at the top. And we, um, let's see, we already shared with you guys that we have created divine living. Please check us out there. Uh, it is in our link tree and yeah, we oh, also yeah. have a lot of Amazon favorites yeah. on our website. So don't forget to check out lovealwaysself.com, the shop for our Amazon shop and what we like. All the and little recommend tools, to you. <laughs> modalities. We even have our podcasting equipment on there mm-hmm. <laughs> and the journal we created. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All righty, y'all. We hope you have a beautiful and blessed day. We just want to remind you, don't forget to love first. Love last. And love always. Bye, y'all. Bye. listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love love always. always Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.